Hello, this is Sumedha from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Thursday, the 13th of April. Today, gangster-turned-politician Atik Ahmed's son, Asad, and his aide, Gulam, were killed in an Uttar Pradesh police encounter in Jhansi. The 19-year-old law student and the shooter were wanted in the Umesh Pal murder case. Umesh was a key witness in the 2005 murder of Bahujan Samaj Party MLA, Raju Pal. He was shot dead in Prayagraj on February 24 this year. UP Chief Minister Yogi Adityanath lauded the efforts of the UP Police Special Task Force at a meeting earlier today, ANI reported. However, BSP Chief and former UP CM Mayavati asked for a high-level inquiry in the matter. She said, and I quote, People feel that their apprehension of a repeat of the Vikas Dubey incident has come true, unquote. Samajwadi Party Chief Akhilesh Yadav slammed the BJP, calling Asad Ahmed's encounter fake an attempt to divert attention from real issues. AIM-IM MP Asaduddin Ovesi to criticize the BJP. He said, and I quote, Will the BJP also shoot those who killed Janaid and Nasir? No, because you, BJP, do counters in the name of religion. You want to weaken the rule of law. Do encounter the constitution. Unquote. The Enforcement Directorate lodged a case against BBC India under the Foreign Exchange Management Act FEMA for alleged foreign exchange violation. So far, the ED has questioned six BBC India employees and one of its directors, the Indian Express reported. It is also learned that the Federal Probe Agency has asked some BBC employees to submit certain documents for scrutiny. The probe is looking at perpetrated foreign direct investment, FDI, violations by the company. This comes after the Income Tax Department surveyed the British media company's Delhi and Mumbai office under Section 133A of the IT Act in the February this year. The department had accused the BBC of being non-compliant with transfer pricing rules and diverting a significant amount of profits. On January 17, the BBC had released a documentary on the 2002 Gujarat riots titled India, the Modi Question. Soon after, the central government had invoked emergency laws to ban the documentary. In the Supreme Court today, the central government disputed the data on the numbers of attacks on Christian institutions and priests in India. It said that the data is wrong and the petitioners want to keep the pot boiling to sully the image of the country abroad. This is while the Apex Court was hearing a plea about the violence against members of the Christian community. The petitions were filed by Rev. Peter Makado of the National Solidarity Forum, Rev. Vijesh Lal of Evangelical Fellowships of India and others. The petitioners had earlier claimed that there were 700 cases of violence against members of Christian community between 2021 and 2022. According to the Hindu, Solicitor General Tushar Mehta said, and I quote, The petitioner claimed there are some 500 incidents where Christians were attacked. We sent everything to state governments. We collated all information we got. The figure given by them, which obviously persuaded your lordships, was not correct. Unquote. Advocate Colin Gonzalez, who was appearing for the petitioners, then asked for time to respond to the central government's affidavit in the case. The court granted the petitioners three weeks to respond. An FIR was registered against Union Minister Arjun Munda, former Jharkhand Chief Ministers Raghubar Das and Babulal Marandi, 41 BJP leaders and workers in connection with laying siege to the Jharkhand Secretariat, the News Minute reported. All the accused have been charged with rioting, inciting riots, violating government instructions, obstructing government work, inciting crime and causing harm to other persons. 
on April 11, the BJP had led a protest against Hemanta Soren-led Jharkhand government's governance. More than 15,000 BJP workers, including all 12 MPs from the state, had gathered in Jagannathpur field at 10 a.m. The Indian Express reported. The protesters sloganeered "Hemanta Hatao, Jharkhand Bachao" and broke police barricades to gherao the secretariat. The police had lati charged to stop them, in response to which the BJP workers had pelted stones. The ruckus went on for at least three hours and resulted in more than 60 people getting injured. Listeners, Karnataka will vote in its assembly election on May 10th. Coming ahead of the big fight in 2024, the assembly polls in Karnataka are crucial. The governing BJP is eyeing a second term, while the Congress seems poised to throw a tough challenge. Meanwhile, the JDS could emerge as a kingmaker. My colleague Pratik Goel and I will travel to Karnataka to bring you stories from the ground, while Manisha Pandey and Atul Charasya will join for a new installment of another election show. But traveling, reporting, producing reports and videos cost money, and for that we need your support. Log on to newsroundry.com/slash-subscription. Find the NL Sena project, Karnataka elections 2023. Choose and do consider contributing to keep news free and independent. Today, Norway expelled 15 Russian diplomats from the country on suspicions that they were spying while working at the Russian embassy in Oslo. The Hindu reported. Norway Foreign Minister Anniken Huitfeldt said, and I quote: "The move was an important measure to counter and reduce the scope of Russian intelligence activities in Norway and thereby secure our national interests." We will not grant visas to intelligence officers who apply for a visa to Norway. Unquote. The Norwegian government also said that the activities of the expelled diplomats were incompatible with their diplomatic status. The Russian Foreign Ministry said that Moscow would respond in kind to Norway's action. Russia's TASS and RIA Novosti news agencies reported last year Norway had expelled three Russian diplomats it identified as intelligence officers. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or good night, depending on where you are listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes, and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs, and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. and subscribe to our youtube channel